Hello everyone, welcome to RLCC Radio, where you can grow in your faith together with others by listening to our daily devotionals, sermons, and other audio broadcasts. Feel free to share this tool with others. Also, join us every day as we explore God's truth together. Let's dive in. Ang salvation o kaligtasan ay uh, napakahalaga. It is the most important gift we can ever receive from God. You know, salvation is a free gift at kailangan natin matanggap ito. And uh, it is important na magkaroon tayo ng certainty and uh, alam natin to in our hearts that we are actually uh, saved you know, and are being saved. Unfortunately, maraming mga tao, even in the church, you wouldn't believe it, but even in the church, and I've met many people like this, na hindi nila masabi talaga with conviction that they have received salvation. Uh, and uh, they are actually experiencing its power and its reality on the day-to-day basis of their lives. Uh, surprisingly, no? Uh, many will say na they are doing their best no, to be good people and they are hoping na sana God will save them. And then there are those naman na parang may conviction sila pero when you look at their lives, it seems na parang they misunderstand the gospel kasi there's nothing in their lives that uh, would somehow indicate that salvation has come upon their lives. All they can siguro tell us would be there was once upon a time an incident sa buhay nila where they prayed the sinner's prayer. But that's just about it, no? Wala yung transforming power of the gospel sa buhay nila. And so there is some kind of disconnect or misunderstanding. Yung bang ibig sabihin ng salvation? So what does it really mean? No, to be saved. At yan ang pag-uusapan natin. We're going to talk about true salvation and we are going to focus on the question na how do we know that we have experienced or are experiencing true salvation? Now, for some of you, probably this is going to be parang just a reminder and you're, you're going to tell me, Pastor, wag kang magalala. In my case, I am definitely sure I am saved and well done and I praise God for you. Please help me to encourage others to have the same kind of conviction. But for others na parang uncertain pa kayo or parang di kayo sure or you're doing your best, nagpapakabait kayo, you're hoping na sana no, sa awa ng Diyos, uh, maligtas ka din. Uh, this is for you. This is a devotional na I hope that would clarify no, uh, kung ano ba yung uh, talagang basihan natin. So tayo po ay manalangin. Let's pray. Uh, before we dive in dito sa passage natin, okay, we're going to look at Galatians 2, 15 to 21. So, let's pray. Father in heaven, dalangin uh, ko po na by your grace, you would uh, speak to us through your word and uh, help us to understand kung ano po ba ang talagang maaari naming maging uh, 
kasiguruhan at uh, certainty, Lord, na uh, we indeed have received your salvation, your gift of salvation sa buhay namin, so that there is no misunderstanding, there is no uh, self-deception whatsoever, but we are truly living uh, the life uh, that uh, is called eternal life in the Bible. So maraming salamat po, Panginoon. Thanks be to God. So Lord, uh, we open up our hearts to you. Speak to us, Heavenly Father. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Alright, let's look at our passage today. Galatians 2, 15-21. Basahin po natin to. Okay? So, first let's look at verse 15. It says, um, We who are Jews by birth and not Gentile sinners... Now, yung we, of course, is si Paul, si Peter, and all the other uh, Jewish Christians. In other words, mga dating Hudyo that who became Christians. Know, sabi niya, know that a man is not justified by observing the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ. So we too have put our faith in Christ Jesus, that we may be justified by faith in Christ, and not by observing the law, because by observing the law, no one will be justified. Verse 17, If while we seek to be justified in Christ, it becomes evident that we ourselves are sinners, does that mean that Christ promotes sin? Absolutely not. Verse 18, If I rebuild what I destroyed, I prove that I am a lawbreaker. Again in verse 19, For through the law I died to the law so that I might live for God. And verse 20, a very favorite passage of many Christians. Sabi, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And then finally in verse 21, I do not set aside the grace of God. For if righteousness could be gained through the law, Christ died for nothing. So, in a short passage, you know, Paul basically summarizes, you know, his convictions and, uh, you know, uh, and at the same time is, of course, reflecting upon your conversation, you know, with Peter. And uh, here in this letter, he's sharing it with all of us so that we may know na hindi lang ito parang personal conflict. It's really a major issue, no? Yung ano bang ibig sabihin, no? Nang, uh, Masave at uh, bakit ba si Paul is really adamant in you know in rebuking Peter, no? Because he, he Peter withdrew from the Gentiles and he felt na hindi pwedeng palakpasin yun. So in this uh, passage, verses 15 to 21, Paul talks about two convictions in our hearts. Now let me clarify something. Pag sinabi kong two convictions, I don't mean to say parang intellectual knowledge lamang yan. No, yung parang alam mo lang sa isip mo. I'm talking about the work of the Holy Spirit that uh, it, that happens in a person who comes to real faith in Christ. The Holy Spirit is the one who confirms and works in his heart to testify that these things are true in his case. In other words, hindi mo to pwedeng dayain. Pag sinabi natin, two conviction in our hearts, I'm talking about the work of the Holy Spirit in a believer's life, no? When he comes to faith in Jesus with all his heart and sincerely surrenders his life by faith, 
Itong dalawang convictions na to become bedrock convictions. No? They are consolations from the Lord that assures and affirms a person standing before God. Okay? So, I hope you I got that clarified sa inyo. Hindi lang ito parang meron kang alam. I know a lot of people na meron silang mga alam, either one of these convictions, pero it's just head knowledge. It does not, uh, you know, transform yung buhay nila. So, let's talk about the two convictions here. First of all, uh, the first conviction is this. And this is the work of the Lord sa puso ng isang tao. Christ alone is now the basis of our acceptance with God. Christ alone is now the basis of our acceptance with God. You see, ang need natin for acceptance is foundational and fundamental sa pagkatao natin. All our lives, we are looking for acceptance. Okay? And uh, often we look at look for that among people sa paligid natin. We hope that they would accept us, you know. But in, deep inside, what we're looking for, first and foremost talaga, is the acceptance of God. Because we are fully aware ng ating mga shortcomings, ng mga sins natin, mga inconsistencies natin. And out of significance, of course, will come, our, out of acceptance rather, will come our significance. And uh, it will also result in, uh, you know, in the abundant life. And, and so everything is related to that. So, basahin po natin yung verses 15 to 16. Sabi ni Apostle Paul, We who are Jews by birth and not Gentile sinners. Now, he's talking about yung sociological ano nun, reality ng panahon nila nung araw. Na pag ikaw ay Jew, well, you belong to the people of God. Pag hindi ka Jew, and uh, that means you are not practicing yung mga food laws, you are not practicing the Sabbath. You know, uh, marami kang mga bagay na ginagawa na kumbaga para sa mga hudyo. Yan ay palatandaan ng hindi ka accepted kay God. You are a sinner or a Gentile sinner. So, sinasabi ni Paul na he's referring dun sa feeling ng mga hudyo na pri- privilege sila. No? We who are Jews by birth, sabi niya. In other words, pinanganak na silang ganun. They did not do anything. They are God's people. So, therefore, sila ay favored by God. So, hindi sila Gentile sinners. Pero, sinasabi ni Paul dito, na even though it's true na ganun yung kanilang pananaw dati, no? lalong-lalo na before coming to faith in Christ, now, he shares something that is fundamentally different now sa status nila in the Lord. Ito yung sabi niya sa verse 16. Know that a man is not justified by observing the law. Now, siyempre, yung mga Hudyo, they feel na they are real Jews and therefore they really belong to God and accepted by God kasi sinusunod nila yung mga batas ni Moses. Okay? Or at least yung interpretation nila tukos sa mga batas ni Moses. But by faith in Jesus Christ, sabi niya nga na. Now, please understand na yung mga Hudyo are also living by faith in a sense na they are trusting na by being obedient to the law, no, all 600 plus commandments of God through Moses, uh, they believe and they trust by faith na this shows so this would prove na they are accepted by God no, and approved by God. Pero sabi niya ni Paul, uh, 
merong nangyaring pagbabago sa kanila because they realize that it's no longer through their obedience to the law or by observing the law, in other words, yung pagsunod nila sa mga utos ni Moses, that they can become justified. Justified, ibig sabihin, in the eyes of God, sila ay katanggap-tanggap. Sila ay hindi na guilty. Sila ay, kumbaga, forgiven na in right standing before the Lord. So, sabi ni, ni Paul, well, na-realize natin na hindi mangyayari yung ganung bagay by observing the law. But rather, sabi niya, it is by faith in Jesus Christ. And this is what he has been fighting for. Ito daw yung gospel nila, eh, na it is by trusting in Jesus. not by It is not by trusting in our ability to obey the commandments of God. Sabi niya, it is by trusting a person, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross so that all those who believe in Him would not perish but have everlasting life. So, sabi ni Paul, so we too have put our faith in Christ Jesus that we may be justified by faith in Christ and, Christ, and not by observing the law. Because by observing the law, no one will be justified. So Paul is reiterating a conviction na he and Peter and all the other Jewish Christians uh, share. At itong conviction na to is actually a realization that there is no other way to be accepted with God except Christ alone. Now, hindi tayo hudyo. So let us try to think about how to apply this sa buhay natin. Hindi tayo hudyo. Tayo ay mga Gentiles, of course. Uh, we did not grow up. We are. We were not born Jews. We never grew up as a Jew. So, uh, I'm sure malayat na kikinig sa akin ngayon dito na uh, Jew by birth, you know. But nevertheless, the principle is very important. Nakailangan magkaroon tayo ng conviction, and this comes from the Holy Spirit, that there is no other way, and there is no other person, and there is no other system. Now we can rely on so that we will have a justified state before God. By justified meaning, wala tayong kinakatakutan na God will judge us or God will, you know, bring us to hell or, you know, even ngayon as we live our lives, we have no doubt na the Lord accepts us as His beloved and we are part of His family and, you know, hindi nakabase sa whether mabait ba tayo at masunurin ba tayo. Now, we'll talk more about the implications of this in the second conviction. Pero what is important is that malinaw sa'yo yun. So, by, by illustration and by uh, application sa buhay natin. If you're thinking na, well, siguro kung aaten ako sa church regularly, well, God will see me and He would approve and He would say na, well, uh, you know, my good and faithful servant, so huwag magalala. Just continue attending church and you will be saved. If that's your thinking, then you're wrong. Attending church will not you, will not put you right with God. Or maybe siguro, ah, magdo-donate ako ng malaking pera so that God would accept me. Or maybe, you know, if I go around calling myself born again, then maybe God accepts me. Now, that's nothing to do with yung tawag natin sa sarili natin, kung ano ba tayo, you know. It has nothing to do with uh, 
you know, attending church, bagamat mahalaga yun sa buhay ng isang mananampalataya. But that, those things are not the basis. And definitely, ang basis ng ating pagiging accepted by God is not yung mga akala natin na parang pogi points. And this kind of conviction, of course, is not something na kaya lang natin gawin sa sarili natin. But it is the Holy Spirit that really speaks to our hearts and reminds us that there is no other basis except Christ alone para sa ating relationship with God. We are now part of God's family. We are reconciled with God through faith in Jesus because of our union with Christ. We now have a status uh, ano tayo, of uh, being uh, people who are free and hindi na tayo slaves to sin. Uh, we are now uh, raised up with Christ and seated with Him in the heavenly realms. Even before doing anything, you know, if you just read Ephesians chapter 2 verses 1 to 10. Akala ng mga tao, you know, and especially when they read verses uh, 8 to 10, which talks about, you know, salvation by grace through faith. They're thinking in terms of that general idea, you know, of uh, being forgiven and so forth, which is, of course, kasama yun doon. But really what Paul is emphasizing so Ephesians chapter 2, we talked about it nung pinag-aralan natin yung book of Ephesians. Pero yung binabanggit niya doon, lalong-lalo na yung from the very first verse, you know, hanggang sa, you know, uh, verse 7, you know, if you study it carefully, you would see na it's not talking about salvation in general, but specifically yung status natin. That we are no longer ikang uh, objects of wrath we are no longer slaves to sin na hindi natin ma hindi tayo makapamuhay ng ayon sa kalooban ng Panginoon we have been set free na emancipate tayo doon na, na bago yung status natin even before doing anything so yun yung sinasabi ni ni uh, Paul uh, not by works so that no one can boast by that he means that we cannot really claim na tayo ay accepted by God because masunurin tayo. No? Walang kinalaman yun doon sa bagay niyo. It is all a gracious gift from the Lord. And this, of course, is a revelation from God because sinabi na rin ni Paul, again, referring back to the book of Ephesians, if I were you, just go back there and, and read that. Uh, doon sa book of Ephesians, ano, sa chapter 1, after talking about yung forgiveness and, you know, reconciliation with God, sabi ni Paul na nagpe-pray daw siya that the, that the eyes of the, their heart, the heart of the Ephesians, would be open so that they would know para malaman nila yung true status nila in God's eyes. And that's when he started expounding on that status from chapter 2 verses 1 to uh, 10. Very important itong bagay na ito. Do you really believe in your heart of hearts? Hindi yung parang you're trying to, but meron kang conviction that Christ alone is now the basis of your acceptance with God. Meron ka bang assurance na ganun? You are accepted by God because of Christ alone. Now, hindi ko ibig sabihin na, well, kung totoo yan, so therefore, wag ka nang mag-church, wag ka nang sumunod sa Panginoon. Because you have to understand, Paul is not against works in general na parang, you know, kasi ngayon, mga tao, pag sinabing you are doing something, parang 
oh, you're adding works. You have to understand that in Paul's uh, theology, works have different categories, no? Pag sinabing good works. What he is against, ano, sa kanyang mga writings, is you are relying on your good works to find acceptance with God. Yun ang sinasabi niya na, oh, mali, hindi mo dapat pinagbabasihan sa sarili mo na okay, okay ako sa Panginoon kasi mabait ako. Hindi mo dapat ginagawa yun. That's what Paul is trying to argue against. However, he is not against good works per se na resulting from your relationship with God. Yun yung minsan mga tao parang nami-misdefine nila o misunderstand nila yung good works to the point na parang well, basta kilala ko si Christ, I don't have to live in a certain way kasi hindi naman yan ang basis ng aking salvation. That is wrong. Okay? It is true that we are not uh, accepted by God because mababait tayo. But it, it is not correct to say na kung may faith ako kay Christ, then how I live is no longer important. And so we need to go to the second conviction. Christ alone is now the power of our new life with God. And when we look at the passage that we're reading, the rest of the passage, actually the longer part, is devoted to this aspect. Christ alone is now the power of our new life with God. Verses 17 to 21. So let's look at that. Sabi sa verse 17, If while we seek to be justified in Christ... It becomes evident that we ourselves are sinners. Does that mean that Christ promotes sin? Absolutely not. Now, what is this argument all about? Now, yung mga Jewish, uh, you know, legalistic teachers, yung mga nagsasabi na kailangan daw yung mga taga-Galatia should uh, be converted and so forth. Kasi sa kanilang pananaw, hindi sapat na magtiwala lamang kay Christ. Kailangan magpasailalim sila sa mga utos ni Moses. Lalo-lalo na yung mga practices nila like food laws and Sabbath keeping and so forth. No? Yun ang kanilang pananaw. Because to, to not do that is tantamount to sinning against God. Because the law is of course from God, given through Moses. And Paul does not argue about that as we are about to see na, na, na the Lord is a revelation of God's character and so forth. Pero, you know, he is basically disagreeing with the idea na just because sila ay, are now going to Christ doesn't mean that Christ is actually promoting sin. Because, you know, dahil nga sa mga iba pang writings ni Paul, he, he clarifies na the law actually convicts them because the law really clarifies that we are all sinners. Whether alam natin yung law, no, kung tayo ay Jew, or whether may conscience lang tayo because we have a law in our hearts. So what Paul is saying dito, in effect, sabi niya, uh, going to Christ is not tantamount to, you know, sinning against God. On the contrary, you know, coming to Christ is what salvation is all about. Now, he says in verse 18, If I rebuild what I destroyed, I prove that I am a lawbreaker. You know, in other words, uh, you know, by, by doing so, by going back to uh, the law again, as if yun yung basis ng acceptance with God, which is what Peter basically is doing. Doon sa kanyang mga actions, he was actually 
withdrawing from the Gentiles, pero in effect saying, kailangan maging hudyo kayo so that God will be pleased with you. Now, so, in effect, sinasabi ni Paul, if we reveal that, if we go back to that, then we are simply agreeing that uh, we are lawbreakers, you know. But here's what he says in verse 19. For through the law, now, siya ay hudyo kasi, he knows the law and he has uh, looked into the law and he, said he did his best to follow the law but at the same time he is uh, honest enough to admit you can read Romans 7 and other passages uh, he is honest enough to admit that he falls short no? he is not able to fulfill you know, uh, uh, what the, the law actually requires In, instead what he sees is a different kind of uh, law or principle at work sa buhay niya because on the one hand gusto niyang gawin yung tama but he always ends up doing the wrong thing so this is what he says for through the law I died to the law so that I might live for God in other words the law has uh, condemned him as a lawbreaker and as a sinner and so he died you know in his relationship with God because of the law pero at the same time uh, yun naging way for him to be able to receive the life that comes from God, which the Bible calls eternal life. But here he says that I might live for God. So it's more than just parang yung abstract idea <clears throat> ng eternal life. It's about a change of one's whole direction and purpose in life. Sabi niya that I might live for God. You see, it's a misbelief. <coughs> it's a wrong belief, actually. Kapag giniisip mo na ang mahalaga lang naman ay nag, you know, nag-assent ka in your mind tungkol dun sa gospel. Pero actually, the, your life, the whole trajectory ng life mo has not changed. It's a wrong belief. That's not really faith. Uh, you know, the Apostle James says, faith without works is dead. Now, Again, for Paul, uh, he is not against you know all kinds of works, but only the specific kind of work that seems to parang be the basis of justification. Para masabi mo na God accepts you. Yung ganung classing work, whatever that may be, Paul is against that. Pero you know, working out your salvation, meaning to say, living your life in accordance with the truth of God's calling and your new status in relation to Him because of your union with Christ. Hindi siya against dun. In fact, He promotes that. Okay? And itong verse 20 is the most, you know, parang clear statement na kung saan sinasabi ni Paul, this is what faith really looks like. Sabi niya, I have been crucified with Christ. In other words, yung old self niya no, is put to death uh, with Christ on the cross and I no, no longer live. Now, yung I na to, of course, is not just himself but everyone else who put their faith in Christ. But Christ lives in me, sabi niya. And this is so important, yung, yung transition mo from you trying to live your life and trying to get things for yourself to having a different kind of orientation sa buhay mo. Christ now living in you. The life I live in the body. Now he's referring to his physical life. I live by faith in the Son of God 
who loved me and gave himself for me. So it's now a new kind of relationship. And it's by the power of Christ ngayon, who lives in Paul and every believer in the Lord. Na doon ngayon yung tunay na transformation nangyayari. It's no longer trying to obey the law, but it's through Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit. And Paul is going to talk about that in uh, Galatians 5. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see that later on, yung walking in the Spirit. So it's really by trusting in Jesus and allowing the Holy Spirit to transform us. That is what true faith and true conversion really means. Sa madaling salata, Christ alone is now the power of our new life with God. Therefore, you cannot say na, oh, I am saved, and then live your life as if it doesn't really matter how you live. Ang tunay na salvation is not just parang agreeing in your mind about certain truths in the Bible. It's having that conviction no, that Christ alone is now the basis of our acceptance with God, and then Christ alone is now the power of our new life with God, all of which is the Holy Spirit confirming and giving us the consolation, uh, which we also call uh, conviction. Now, bago tayo matapos, sabi sa verse 21, I do not set aside the grace of God. For if righteousness could be gained through the law, Christ died for nothing. So he comes full circle to his argument. And he's basically saying na my life right now is no longer about trying to be a good person. Instead, it's about trusting in Jesus and walking in the Spirit or by the Spirit each and every day so that God's salvation will continue to be worked out in my life on a day-to-day basis. So, mga kapatid, True salvation, and I hope many of you, if not all of you, would just agree, no? True salvation is found in Christ alone. It is not through religious activities. It's not going to church. Uh, you know, even those things na mabubuti, like reading your Bible, etc. You know, those things are good. Even yung pag-attend mo rito sa devotions, these things are good. Pero these are not the basis of our acceptance with God. Pag ganun ang ginawa natin, then this becomes yung works na sinasabi ni Paul, not by works. Pero if this, pag yung itong ginagawa mo, you're attending these daily devotions because of your trust and faith in Jesus Christ alone, and through the power of His Spirit, you are relying on Him to transform you. So being here in these daily devotions is a good work. This is not a bad kind of work. It's a good kind of work. Diba? Attending our, the Sunday worship gathering because you trust in Jesus alone as the basis of your acceptance with God. Because you know that Jesus Christ alone can transform you uh, into the image of God. So yung pagdalo mo sa Sunday worship is a good thing. Yung pagdalo mo sa small group is a good thing. Unless ang uh, iniisip mo na, well, may pogi points ka pag umaaten ka ng small group, then that's wrong. Because attending the small group in and of itself does not make you right with God. Okay? Yun yung tinatawag ni Paul na works in a bad sense. 
but true good works emanates from or is the result of our interactive faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Not just one time, hindi lang during the time na ni-receive natin siya, but as an ongoing reality ng ating buhay each and every day. This is what true salvation means. Okay? And it is found in Christ alone. My prayer is that the Holy Spirit would truly open your eyes and heart so that you would fully surrender in Him, in Jesus, and really trust Him with uh, with everything, knowing that it is only through Him and by Him alone that you can be accepted by God and be transformed by God into the image of God. So let us pray. Father, maraming salamat po sa iyo, Panginoon, sa biyaya mo. Thanks be to God Now we again have this new week to talk about God's truth. And today, Lord, I pray, first of all, uh, that you would continue to strengthen and affirm those uh, whose hearts are already fully convinced sa kanilang salvation in Christ. I praise God for for you doing that sa mga taong ito. But for the others who are unsure and unclear, Lord, I pray that through the Holy Spirit that you would set them free from wrong beliefs so that they may now just trust fully and surrender to Jesus. And through that, the Holy Spirit will give them the assurance, will testify in their spirits that they are children of God. Salamat po, Panginoon, for your grace. And tunay nga, it's by grace alone. Salamat po, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.